Live in three, two, one. Mohammed, welcome, my brother. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's really, it's really good to meet you, and really great to have you on. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Mohammed, he's the creative uh, director and the founder of Epimonia, right? Yep. And if you don't know Epimonia, uh, it's a nice rock you're under, but <laughs> pop out of it. They make really cool clothes, and one of the, the coolest things that um, I think that you guys do is the life jacket thing. Like you make clothes and, and bracelets and, and designs around life jackets that were actually worn by refugees crossing right. overseas. Yeah. Right? Yep. How'd you, how'd you come up with that idea, bro? Yeah, man, that's not, I get that a lot, you know, um, for me, you know, yeah. I, in college back in 2018, um, I say Thomas, you know, um, I was just, just fascinated by the whole crisis, you know, that was going on, especially in Greece and, um, people crossing, you know, the Mediterranean Sea, fleeing from war and whatnot. Um, you know, fashion for me, myself, I'm a huge uh, fan of fashion. You know, I come up, come up from a background of fashion designers. My uncle was a fashion designer um, in the Netherlands. Uh, same goes with my auntie. So, you know, I've seen a clip on a video one day where um, I've seen all these refugees crossing the Mediterranean Sea and all these live jacks literally littered on the beach of uh uh, in Greece, the short of uh, Greece. Mm. I was just fascinated, you know, for that. And and it just hit me because, you know, I've, all, I've always wanted to start a fashion brand and always want to change the narrative of how refugees are being portrayed in the media. You know, there's a lot of refugees in the media. You know, that's always, you know, negative rhetoric. You know, there's a lot of xenophobia that's going on. And for me, it's like, how can I make a dope fashion brand and connect it to my roots? Myself, I'm a former refugee myself. And my, you know, my parents. And for that, it was just like fashion and refugees, you know, it, it seemed very interesting and very intriguing. And that's how we took, uh, we took those live jackets and, you know, those live jackets create awareness of the refugee crisis that's going on. You know, we have, uh, we work with the NGO in Greece, let's suppose they, they ship a container of live jacket, you know, and we, they bring it to our studio and we make it, make, make the magic happen. We turn those live jackets into bracelets, you know, apparel. And one of my goals for me, is to have my product start a conversation. You know, mm -hmm. if I start a conversation through my products, I've accomplished the design of the, you know, my products, you know, because that will lead to, you know, having the consumer will lead to, you know, uh, um, will lead to go on this website or even, you know, uh, make a, uh, a donation, whatever the case be, you know, and that's how all my, you know, design process work, you know, finding a way to start mm -hmm. a conversation. And I remember the first time that I saw it, it was like, you know, the first time you heard about Uber, it was like so simple, so straightforward, but like nobody thought of it before. It's like the genius in it is in the simplicity of it. <laughs> like you want to do jacket, but you want to help, you want to do clothing and clothing brands and things like that, but you want to help people as well. What's the best route to go about it? Oh, find something that people who have, that same people that I want to help have used and then turn it into an actual clothing brand. It's like, it's so simple, but it's very elegant. It's pretty it's genius. Very, and, and for me, is you know, like I wanted to, you know, uh, design a product that represents the refugee crisis globally. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's a perfect, you know, uh, way to do that. You know, um, it symbolizes, you know, the struggle, the challenges of refugees, you know, uh, fleeing from war. And also, you know, symbolizes, you know, this, you know, uh, the, the, the courage they have, you know, they flee because, you know, when a refugee comes to a new country, they 
it's like a whole new, uh, I don't know for the lack of a better word, a whole new identity, you know, because they yeah. have to find them into those, uh, uh, you know, communities. And that's one, it's very hard, you know, to do yeah. that. So, yeah. it's, it's how, a do solid. You, how do you guys tangle with that? Because I've seen um, some of the work that you guys have done with, uh, you know, local basketball teams and like helping people in the communities. Like what are, because I'm, the thing with refugees, especially when they come to a new country, is they always kind of find their squad. They kind of find their people. So, like, in Minnesota, most Somalians live around other Somalians, right? And so when you when that happens, you kind of go from whatever country you're coming from to then you find your people. And then you kind of – it's very difficult to assimilate when you only live with your people, right? So, like, sure. what, how, do, how do you guys decide on what to do for the community? Like, how do you – what's that process like? You know what I mean? From- yeah, I mean, and it, it ties to my story as well. You know, I graduated from Edina High School, you know, went to a state town. So I know how that feels when you assimilate into a new culture, you know. Um, I feel like it's not the fault of the refugees and it's not the fault of, you know, the other community. It's both ways, and I feel like, yeah. you know. Yeah. For me, you know, uh, how we do that is, you know, um, for example, we had a recent uh, partnership with the Minnesota United soccer team. Um, you know, obviously, you know, one of the struggles they have is not tapping into the refugee community, you know, and that's where Epimonia comes in, you know, and mm-hmm. bridge that gap. Um, for me, it's like, you know, um, you know, I, you know, tell Minnesota United, hey, uh, there's a new uh, audience or consumers that you guys could tap in, you know, in the refugee community. And yes, and you guys are responsible for that as well. It's not these refugees who are... Yeah. Uh, is you guys need to come and you know support these refugees community through soccer and that's how we come in so we did a capsule collection where we created uh hats um and we invited <clears throat> a group of somali you know athletes um you know among to the soccer game you know just to see the uh, vibrant you know soccer game you know um and that's how epimonial you know comes and you know uh plays both roles essentially if that's yeah you know. yeah so it was very I- yeah, I think that's pretty dope. What's the name of that company that you guys partnered with um, that employs uh, homeless people? Hippie Feet. Hippie Feet. I thought that was really dope. I love the helping people out with a sense of integrity thing where it's like mm-hmm. you're not giving them a handout, but a way to actually pick themselves up. Like I think right. that's probably one of the, the dopest things you can do for someone that needs, uh, that needs help. You know, and that's, and, and that's what we do here in, here in Epimony Studio. You know, we, we provide job opportunities and employment for refugees, uh, you know, who want to get into, uh, you know, tailoring and want to get into. Uh, and also on top of that, you know, at morning, one thing about morning is we also empower refugees. You know, we try to platform, you know, uh, we, we sh- did I call it up? Yeah. Yeah, we for a second. Try to give them a platform for refugees, you know. Yeah. And that's our what we're all about giving them a platform shedding that positive light on them you know and these people are talented you know and, and most people don't understand that and for me yeah uh, it's providing them a platform where they can you know succeed and you know uh you know yeah. make make their dream come true yeah i think <clears throat> i think it's extremely poetic i think i remember i was watching uh instagram post uh that you guys made a while ago where i think you said the life jackets that were worn by the refugees are being sewn by actual refugees into clothing. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's extremely supply, poetic. You know, the whole supply chain for me, is, and it's very important for me because the whole supply chain of epimonia is very interesting. 
happening. We partnered up with a refugee uh, nonprofit in Lesbos, Greece, you know, refugee founded nonprofit from collecting to, you know, chipping to uh, here at Pomonia from hiring for, uh, from hiring um, refugees and making into dope products and portion of the proceeds will go back to the refugee community uh, initiative that supports training refugee uh, citizenship application fee. Now, there's so many various ways and, and I'm very proud of myself because that mm. it, I can, and that's my core value and my integrity, you know, of that, you know, so, yeah. I think what, I think what you guys are doing is pretty great, man. There's, I know for me personally, they, the thing that I've always struggled with is it's easy to just give uh, like, like give money to a GoFundMe or something like that. But you, I've always wanted to do something bigger, something better, but in a more tangible way with an element of integrity, right? And I swear to God, I kid you not, bro, what you guys are doing is a genuine inspiration for me. Like start a company, start a thing, something that the community can get behind, that they can actively communicate with, that they can be a part of, but then that also actually helps people around the world and in local communities. Mm-hmm. I think you're right, man. You really should be proud of that, bro. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, yes, giving money is a good thing. You know, you can give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, can, you know, at the end of the day, you know, providing opportunities where he or she can pick herself up and, you know, make it, make something out of it is, you know, money cannot buy. Yeah, you know? yeah. How'd you come up with the name, Epiminia? What does it mean? I, yeah, it means perseverance in Greek, you know, uh, obviously Ooh. the... That is, you know, refugees, you know, go through a lot during the journey, you know, they persevere a lot, you know, and for me, I feel like that the name of that just fits our company values. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. It's, it's a pretty good name, man. It's clean as hell. Yeah. So here's, here's my thing, right? So I have this podcast, it's called the Nowhere Podcast, right? And just out of uh, curiosity, just out of uh, interest too. I want to know what it's, you, I've been on your website, I've been on your Instagram. Um, it's very clean. The colors yeah. are smooth, simple, very direct. So yeah. just some, real quick, if you could, some brand building tips would be really nice. Like what are some things that you kind of have to do? What are the steps from like zero to five that you kind of have to check off when you're going about this? Okay, I need to build a legitimate brand that people can understand but also get behind you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah i mean i think that the first initial you know step in doing that of building a brand i believe is finding your purpose what is yeah. your purpose like? and what is your story you know you know you know i think those two is very key because you know when you build a brand the brand is you essentially yeah. it's your if that makes sense yeah. so that's i you know initially you know and finding your purpose can take while in life you know you have to try so many things in order for you to find your purpose and for me you know i went to college my goal was to get a four-year degree work in an ad agency i would never thought in my life i would start a passion in my senior year in college at st thomas so but that led me to try so many things that led me to be very curious you know in life to do new things and that will and that led me to you know start my brand but i'm i'm Initially, the first step is to find your purpose and what is your story, you know, and what are you trying to uh, accomplish mm. in, within your purpose, you know. So I think, and that will lead to 
you know, the step two, step three, step four. So. Was uh, Epimonia your first clothing brand? <clears throat> yes, Epimonia has been my first uh, clothing brand. But before Epimonia, I started uh, a nonprofit during my junior year. Initially, it was a, a small project called Dream Refugee, where we uh, told stories of successful refugees around the community to combat the xenophobic that was going on. And that led me to start Epimonia. Because you guys are still doing that. And we're still doing that, yeah. yeah. You know, we storytelling component to Epimonia, you know. Yeah. Uh, we've kept 40 amazing stories, um, and those stories can be found on Epimonia.com. Yeah, I think they're also either, I think in your Instagram, right, or the Epimonia page also. Occasionally I see, like, somebody that you guys are some just kind of talking about, hey, this is this person, they've done this, and this is where yeah. their life is at right now. Right. I think that's that's pretty cool. That's really cool. And so when you were building Epimonia, the as a clothing brand, I'm just thinking about the like the chain itself from design to the manufacturing to like, are do you guys actually like have suppliers that ship the products to you and then you take care of them here in America and then you ship it yourselves? How yeah, complicated all, is that whole process, bro? So all of our products, you know, uh, is you know made in the U.S. The bracelet, we literally, you know, get the leather you know, in here in the U.S., you know, we get the live jacket in Greece, the claps itself, we get it in Italy, you know, so, and everything, all those components will build into a bracelet, but in terms of like apparel side, we get, you know, the blanks in, you know, uh, uh, in the U.S., in Cali, they ship it, you know, obviously we sold, um, you know, the production and everything here in the studio, but yeah, everything, you know. A lot, of, a lot of different pieces coming from different locations, all coming right. to the same house. Correct. And then we make it, uh, the magic happen. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like a smooth one person shipping one thing to you. And then you guys are just putting the pieces together and then you're shipping them out. Exactly. No. I mean, so it can, be, it can exactly. kind of be complicated then, huh? Exactly. And, you know, you know, sewing and building a shirt is very complicated, you know, and it's like, you know, and for me, I don't want to get to those complicated aspects, you know, yeah. because, you know, I'm not building a luxury brand, you know, like, a, you know, my goal is to support refugees. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That is like, you know, the How easy old? way, like getting way we can do, you know, minimal. Yeah. How old are you guys now? Uh, we started our brand in uh, 2018. So we're like, what, almost four years? Yeah. So, yeah. So what, what do you think is, what do you, what do you hope the brand to be like 10 years from now? What do you, you think? Know, what's the. The ultimate, the ultimate vision for the brand is to, you know, uh, become a sustainable fashion brand that is, you know, uh, for refugees, that's my goal, you know. Um, you know, obviously by doing that, we have to be very careful on who we collaborate with, you know, who we want to target. Um, but that's the goal, you know, for me is to build a fashion brand that empowers refugee designers, that empowers refugee talent, you know, by using our platform and, you know, giving them the opportunity for them to succeed. Yes, yeah, I mean, I hope, I genuinely hope like it becomes, uh, like for me personally, I'm from IFO, the refugee camp in Kenya. And okay. one thing that is always a turnoff for me is uh, like, like organizations like the UN, for example, they've been around. So the refugee camp that I came from in IFO 15 years ago is still around to this day. And the UN is still there. And credit to the UN, you know, they feed people, they clothe people, they help people. But 
I believe that the purpose of all organizations that help immigrants and that help, uh, you know, places like refugee camps in general should always be to change their status, right? From immigrant status to just a normal person in a community that's full-fledged and taking care of themselves. From a refugee camp to a city, right? And so I think organizations like you guys could, in the long term, hopefully grow to be something that can... Yeah actually get people to uplift themselves as opposed to just constantly feeding them you know what Literally, i mean you know i 100 agree with you, you know on that you know um it's, it's a system it's a systematic change you know with the yeah. u.n there's so much than you know and like i said you know who controls the u.n there's big countries that you know play a big role on that so yeah. you know what is here is to you know for me as much as impact i can make to the refugee community that's all i care about you know um, and using my platform and that's the goal as hopefully as we grow 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 we want to be this big big you know fashion brand that strictly supports refugees and that strictly makes an impact um you know on the lives of refugees so yeah it's it's surprising to me that so here's here's another thing that i'm kind of concerned about right how do you find uh, organizations to work with abroad because one thing is I've always wanted to, I've done some research and looked at like um, organizations in Syria and Yemen and those kind of places, but there's always a subconscious fear of mine, which is like, you can't trust those organizations. Like, how do I know that the money that I donate to these people or the, the, the supplies that I send to these people are actually going to go to the people? You know what I mean? Or like, if you want to help Somalia, how do you know that the money is actually going to go to the people? Like, how do you filter through that process of which organizations are trustworthy, which places are safe to put your money in and so on. Uh, for me, you know, how I do that is, you know, through like, you know, the receipts they, you know, let's say if I donate this X amount of money, I need numbers. How many people you fed? Uh, or I'm, I just need exact number where my money going to, you know? Mm. And the, the cool aspect is like, I go after not the big organization. I go after the grassroots nonprofits because those are the essential trustworthy nonprofits, you know, not, they're not mm. too big, not too little. I mean, but they're, the people you know you know so yeah. it's surprising to me how whenever a nonprofit gets big it's always it seems extremely corrupt yeah like so the, the un I mean, is is nice and all but i think they spent like 50 billion dollars last year and most of the places they're still in are very very troubled i don't know i mean and like i said you know you have to be in the system you know to you know change you know and it's just you know yeah, yeah. In your, in your opinion, where do you think, uh, so I know like Syria and Yemen are up there as far as like refugee crisis is concerned, but where do you think is the most in need place that is the easiest to try to help? I mean, there's, I mean, I mean, that's, that's a really good question. You know, obviously right now, the recent news we hear is the Afghanistan uh, yeah. uh, refugees. Um, so I think, you know, like I said, the refugee crisis is very global. There's over 80 million refugees are currently displaced. Um, you have the you know Somali refugees, you have the the Syrian refugees, you have the, the Myanmar refugees, uh, the Venezuelan refugees as well. You know, mm -hmm. is 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 unfortunate meant to see all of this happening. Um, and you know, like I said, you know, it comes down to these big superpower countries playing a huge role into this. You know, yeah. Um, so do you guys, I mean, do you guys like, try to do go ahead do you guys try to do work uh, in somalia we haven't had any you know uh, work in somalia um for me like i said i know 
I focus here in the U.S. I focus the people who's coming to the U.S. You know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. why I can make an impact. You know, I cannot make an impact overseas. You know, there's a lot of you know shit happens there. You know, but in in the future, if there's an opportunity where I promote can play a role, you know, I would you know uh, for a fact you know uh, support you know and you know uh, give back to my people in Somalia. So, but that yeah. opportunity has been presented. You know, um, so yeah. Uh, dude, there's plenty of local Somalians and local immigrants in general that need legit, genuine help. And it's good, Indeed. though, because I think the Somali community in America, or at least in Minnesota right now, are really coming into fruition. Like anywhere you go, any industry you find yourself in, any hospital, any building, you'll find some Somali people who's doing something good in that building. I think I was yeah. driving in Edina the other day and I saw a bench uh billboard you know those uh, realtors how they put their pictures on the bench and it was a somali dude he said yeah. stop oh he stopped renting it's time to buy i'm like that's so dope man he's nice clean suit nice watch literally i mean and that's that's great man um yeah and for me patrimonia we're not like the traditional fundraising nonprofit. we try our best to be very creative and how we can make an impact on our creativity that's the goal yeah. you know yeah. Uh, for us, fashion, you know, and fashion is obviously it's a universal thing. Um, so, yeah, man, it's it's really dope. I honestly, I'm gonna keep supporting you guys. I'll keep uh, following, keep learning from you guys. I think what you guys are doing is pretty good. I hope that you keep at it, and I hope in ten years or something like that, you're making genuine, noticeable, tangible change around the world. Man, I really appreciate you coming on. I know you guys yep. somewhere to be, so I'm gonna let you go. Uh, again, bro, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was really good to meet you, man. Thank you, Mubarak. Peace. Yes, sir. Have a great rest of your day, brother. You as well. Bye-bye.